This episode is brought to you by VH1's RuPaul's Drag Race Vegas Review. RuPaul is opening a live Las Vegas residency. Go behind the queens as six of the most sensational drag race superstars put on the show of a lifetime. It's Viva Yas Vegas on RuPaul's Drag Race Vegas Review. New series premieres tonight, August 21st, 8, 7 central, only on VH1. Watch tonight. Welcome to Bachelor Party. For the third week in a row, we're here to discuss Selling Sunset. And to do so, I have the creator of the show, Adam DeBello. Adam, welcome. Thank you very much for having me. It's very cool. We previously previously spoke like a, a few years ago about uh, Music City on CMT. So this is not, not your first time on this podcast, which means I will not ask you a thousand questions about the hills maybe just a few at the end but really we love selling sunset so much so i'm really excited to dive into it um it seems like just with the all three seasons out now people are just absolutely like devouring this show and it it seems like it's like absolutely just um the most like in in my world it's the most popular thing everyone wants to talk about it what what has the quarantine experience been like for you with two seasons coming out in the last five months um, you know, it's been, it's been unusual. We've been, you know, thankfully we've been busy. We delivered the show before the quarantine hit. Um, and, um, we were lucky enough to have, we finished shooting, um, and we were just in post. So we kind of scrambled to set up our editors remotely so they can edit from home. Um, and they, and they delivered the last few episodes from their home. So, um, in that sense, uh, we were, we were very lucky. And then, Obviously, we're you know I'm I'm glad that people are responding and and people are have something to watch. You know, I was kind of it's nice <laughs> because people were telling me they kept running out of stuff on on Netflix and they needed new 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 uh, new shows. So it was nice that the first one rolled out and then they were rolled out the second one so quickly thereafter. So it was it was thanks to Netflix for that. Were you always as an, as an ass? Was it plan always to split the seasons like that, or was it or did season three get moved up because season two was such a hit and because of quarantine? You know, I can't even speak to that really. It's like, it's Netflix. We just kind of deliver all the episodes and they do what they want. Um, I wish I could speak more to it, but I can't. I feel like the show really also is such a fun binge watch. Like Netflix is the perfect place for this show in particular. That's great. It's nice to hear you say that. It's not, it's, yeah. a, it's unusual. This was the first show I've ever done, you know, where, you, you know, I'm used to the show coming out and then people have to wait a week to see what happens next. Um, so it's, <laughs> this, is the, this is the first one I ever did where, I was like, I can't believe people are just going to just watch them all in a, in a row and uh, one at a time. So it was it was it was really unusual that first season, but um, you quickly overcome that and uh, and it's 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 nice because you get immediate feedback for the entire season, like within a couple of days. For two and three, did you end up doing anything different either in production or in post based on the fact that it was streaming and not uh, a week by week? Mm, no, I mean other than there's no commercial breaks. Obviously, it's sure. a big difference. Sure. <laughs> so you're not you're relying on those like, like you know and when it's when it's on when it's on linear you know you have those little you could kind of tease somebody out of to the commercial break to get them to come back. So, um, but when we when we attack when we attack this show and the season the series for Netflix, the idea was like okay, how do we create the same the same storytelling without the act breaks? So just having an A, B, and C story and the beginning, middle, and end. Um, and I think we, you know, I think we did it well. 
obviously people are watching. So yeah, we did love it. How, how did the Oppenheim group come to your attention? You know, I saw them in a magazine. Um, they had run, they ran an ad in the Hollywood reporter and I had seen the ad and, and I remember I ripped it out and I threw it on my, my development executive, Skylar Wake. I said, get me a meeting with these people, please. And you know, the next week we were sitting on those same <laughs> sofas that you see the, the, the ladies sit on every week. Um, talking to Jason and Brett, but we were sitting in Jason and Brett's seats. So it was kind of interesting. Um, what did they, what did their initial reaction was like to doing a show? Like had they wanted to, to be on TV or was it something that was just totally a, a new idea to them? No, they actually were, were really anti it. They, they had been on million dollar listing before in the past. And I think that they just knew a couple of those guys on that show because they kind of all live in Hollywood and all sell similar homes. Um, but you know, I think the thing that pushed them over the edge was I just, I explained to them, I said, look, I want to make a different type of show. I'm a big fan of all those real estate shows. I've watched them for all these years and, you know, and I love real estate myself. So it was enticing to me, the idea of, of, of making one and putting my own spin on it. And I think that's what sold Jason on the idea of, you know, he said to me, he's like, what's going to make the show different than all the other shows that are out there. And I was like, well, I want to make it for Netflix. And it was, it was, my intention from day one to sell this thing to Netflix. And, and I'm so grateful that they ended up buying it because it really was where I wanted to be. They didn't really have any docu-soaps on the air at the time. I think they had an English speaking ones anyway, and certainly nothing in this space. And so it was, uh, it was, it was, you know, we're, I'm very grateful that they took the chance on it. And, and that, and that I proved Jason, you know, and Jason just says to me every day, he's like, I can't believe you did what you set up to do. It's, it's amazing. Cause you, <laughs> From day one, before we even signed any contracts, we were like, oh, no, we're signing this to Netflix. So um, I'm very happy it landed there. That's so fascinating. So wh- why, did, why did you want to do this for Netflix? You know, because I just think Netflix had like just a, a higher standard, you know, as far as their, the, the look and the feel and the storytelling and, and the delivery and the, and the reach of people that they reach. Um, and, you know, at the time, you know, it was just the cool kids table, you know, it's like where everybody wanted to be. and and that's where I wanted to make the show. That's where I wanted to land. And so I was, I was, again, just, we were, we were just floored when they decided to move forward with it. And, and it's been a great uh, partnership ever since. It's pretty, I, I think Netflix unscripted is really good in 2020 in particular. They've had such great programming. I, I devour all of it. Do you think about the international audience now? Like, cause obviously that's one of the, the positives of Netflix is they're in so many markets. Is that something that goes into the making of the show at all? You know, I just say we make the show for everybody. I don't think I don't think of a particular country when I'm making it. Um, certainly, it's almost impossible. You can't like customize it, you know, in any way, shape, or form to 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 reach any of those audiences. I think that you have to make something that's that's that we think is enjoyable, you know, and that and that we feel comfortable in and confident in, and and then just hope the world responds. I think it's whether it's nationally or internationally, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, I'm. You know, you, obviously you had a plan and you knocked it out. Very, I'm extremely impressed. Um, Thank you. What has surprised you about the reaction to uh, the last two seasons? What has surprised me? Um, you know, I think it, it's fun. It's, 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 every day is surprising. I mean, the reactions are like, I mean, the fact that Howard Stern was talking about us yesterday was kind of mind boggling. And the fact that, you know, Christy Teigen was, you know, tweeting about it is kind of amazing. So these I think the reactions that we're getting from celebrities and from, you know, 
also just all around the world. It, it is it is kind of mind boggling because you know we do make these shows and we sit in these little dark edit bays and you kind of just look at it yourself and watch it yourself and then it kind of bursts out into the universe. And so when the when the casts are getting you know screenshots from from all these other countries you know that were number two or number three and whichever country they're texting from, you're kind of like oh my god, you forget for a minute how many people are watching the show and I get so many messages on my Instagram and stuff from different viewers from all around the world. And it's just, it's incredible. So I think just the, that the viewers have been, the reaction has been so much bigger this time around, I think has been, has been very surprising and obviously uh, very welcome. Sure. Yeah. Chrissy, Chrissy Teigen said something that a couple of people have said, I'm curious what you think about this. She was saying, she tweeted that um, she's very familiar with real estate. And by the way, she put her house in the market yesterday. So no surprise. She was also watching Selling Sunset. Um, oh, wow. yeah, she, I, I saw it in, uh, TMZ page six, one of those that she listed her house in Beverly Hills. So maybe she oh, should I get, to, I have to look it up. What's it look like? Is it nice? I haven't seen it. It is. It's quite nice. There's a lot of rooms that open onto the pool. Um, <laughs> as per usual, it's in Beverly Hills. It's, it doesn't, it's not like typical Beverly Hills though. It is. It's really cool. Actually. Um, I, I like it a lot. Yeah. A lot, a lot of green in the pictures I saw. It's nice. Um, but anyway, she tweeted they, that um, they are like that would be something we'd be interested in having. I wish that they that they listed with the Oppenheim group, so we could have filmed it. Yeah, well, yeah. Is that something that you'll do going forward? Like, will you send? Will you, will you try to like get um, celebrities to work with the Oppenheim group so it can be on the show? Well, we go. I mean, we try to go after just the best. I mean, we obviously we cover all the houses that Jason represents um, and the sale of those homes, but also some of the women on the show have clients that are looking you know, for homes that Jason doesn't have the listing, you know, so we do, we have gone into celebrities homes. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we can't yeah, say Tate a lot Diggs. of time. Yeah. Tate Diggs. And we went into another huge celebrities home that we couldn't say whose it was because they both signed NDAs. If you remember mm-hmm. Jason and Chriselle in that one house. Um, but that was someone who's very famous and we couldn't say his name. It was, it was, that was kind of a bummer, but um, yeah, we, we obviously want, we always approach the celebrity ones the house asks them if they could be on it. We also, a lot of the people that buy a lot of these homes are also celebrities that can't be hmm. on the show. So oh, you'll, when you when you see like a realtor there that's making the transaction for somebody, like nine out of 10 times, it's somebody famous. Interesting. Wow. That's, that's, a, that's an all new perspective for me. Interesting. This is real. Um, this is Hollywood. These are all celebrities <laughs> buying. These are very expensive homes. We're not. These aren't condos. You know, the people are buying. These are twenty, thirty million dollar homes. So I know it's it's wild. Um, you just said that these are all Jason's listings. Christine let it slip on a podcast that Brett left the Oppenheim Group. What's going on there? <sighs> I can't speak to that. I can't speak to it. I wish I could. That okay. would be that would be that would be season four territory, and I can't go there. Okay. All right. Well, I, I hope we get to see it. I'm I'm very curious. I saw that they have some joint listings still. So I hope it's on good terms. I think they're all big, one big happy family. And I think there's, there's sometimes there's, you know, sometimes there's families fight sometimes I think, and then they make sure. up, you know? So um, I have four brothers, so I know what it's like. So we'll see what happens <laughs> with that. Any twin brothers? I do, I do have twin brothers. Yeah. You do? Oh, yeah. wow. Wasn't expecting that. Yeah. They don't look like Jason and Brett, but yes. I think one universal reaction is people have a very strong feelings about Davina and Christine, but really Davina, were you surprised at all by who struck a chord with viewers? Um, no, I think everybody has their own. I think everyone brings their own personality to the table, you know? And I think that, um, you know, I think in Davina's case, 
<clears throat> look, there's there's only so much time, and there's we only have a 30 minute window to fill, basically a little over 30 minutes. So you can't get every single thing these people say and do on camera um, into the show. So you're kind of only seeing a slice of what each what each one of these people are, are like in real life. Um, but I think that, again, I think each one of them brings something special to the table. And I think that it's great that people, are, you know, find all, I mean, find all of them interesting. I think they've all, they all have their fans and they all have their, their haters. I don't want to see, yeah, I was going to say, what's the opposite of fans? Haters, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Davina has a lot of haters. Why haven't we seen Davina sell a house? That's one of my questions. That's actually my producer Craig's question. Craig has a question, huh? Craig, because um, Davina's got a big $75 million listing. There, are, there aren't a lot of buyers in the $75 million uh, world. So I think that she's, she's, uh, she's fishing for much larger fish um, than most. And that's, that's probably what I would say. I think that she has probably um, maybe fewer listings, but larger listings, if you will. Sure. Okay. Okay. Um, let's talk about Chriselle for a second. So you and Chriselle, uh, both spoke with the LA times for a really great article about how the filming of her divorce kind of came together. And I just wanted to ask a little bit more about that. It was obviously like just in incredibly compelling and sad television. Um, her and Mary's conversation in the four seasons together was like just so raw. And so what, what kind of planning goes into capturing like something as real uh, as that, you know, I think it was. Um, I think what's different with Chriselle, especially, is that she's she's you know already living a very public life. I think before we even started the series, and obviously she was married to a celebrity life. It's obviously magnified and, and flown out there for the whole world to hear about instantly. And so, you know, we 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 treated it with as much respect as, as we could, and we we again, like I said before, I consider the whole cast one big family. And we, I would protect any family member and try to protect them as much as I can. And she was one of them. And so we, you know, I approached her and I asked her if she would tell the story on camera and show people that she can come out of it and she can survive and that you're going to fall down and you can get, you have to get back up again. And I think it's a universal theme. And I'm so glad that she was trusted us with it and was, and let us tell it. And I think she did a really sweet job with it. And I think it was, it was nice. A lot of viewers reacted to when she went home to see her sister, which was, which was a, you know, it's a very real moment, you know, in that yeah. time we, we asked her, we're like, you know, what do you want to do? What are you going to do? And she's like, I want to go home and see my family. So I was like, well, can we come? She's like, you want to come to St. Louis and sit in my sister's house with cameras? And I was like, yeah. I was like, I think the whole world would want to see you go home and see your sister and like be surrounded by her children and her husband and their life and know that you have that support system. And then, um, and that resonated with viewers. I'm glad that she let us in and I'm glad her sister let us in. Yeah. Um, and so it was, it was nice to see. Yeah. It it also, um, I think it like, I think it sort of changed the season in a way. Cause you had like a lot, like sort of these, um, a couple different arcs that were all that then all kind of like all came together at the wedding at the end, like at any, any great docu soap or documentary or soap, I would say they all, they all lead towards a, a wedding, um, which is a, always makes for really like a, a great like event and, and whatnot. And it, it added like a, like a just sort of like texture to the season. I thought in a way that worked really well. Um, and Chriselle, I think is also like just so fascinating. The, the second career as the realtor is like such a, um, an LA phenomenon, I think. And that, yeah. and that's also like, that's, I think kind of not quite spoken, but like as part of the show that I, I particularly enjoy. It's, and, it's, and it's, it is, it's, it's amazing actually. And honestly, guys, she just was texting me this morning that she was showing a house 
just to clients of hers in my neighborhood. And she was asking about the neighborhood and asking about the street and the school, the school and everything. And so it was, it was really, I was like, I, you know, with everything she has going on, even with the shows, all the press she's doing for the show, she found time to, she's still showing homes. So, you know, it's, it's incredible. They're, they are all working so hard and, you know, God bless them. They're making money. Yeah, seriously. I, I also like that she, ta- she has talked about how like she embraced the show as a way of showing her second career that she's like moved, moved on. I, I feel like that's actually not something that people say a lot about unscripted shows is like, I'm, I'm, I'm using this to show you who I am versus like mm-hmm. finding myself through doing this. And I actually yeah. thought that was like, that was kind of cool. And also spoke to like, a, just like a, a level of like maturity and also just sort of being around for a long time that a lot of people don't have on these kinds of shows, which I, I really enjoyed. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. I know that wasn't a question, but I agree with you. I think that that's, I think that that's, that's, that shows the special side of Chriselle. I mean, she's, she's a very real, real person and, you know, she's had success with the, in the soap world, you know, and, but look, we all know in this business, you know, some days you work, some days you don't. So it would make sense that you would get a real estate license. Why not? You can make a lot, you can make a lot of money out here very quickly by selling homes. So I think she's, she embraces that real estate thing. I think she loves it. I think she really enjoys what she does. So I'm thankful that she's still doing it. When it's time to rest and recharge, your home can be the perfect relaxing sanctuary. Article makes it easy to create a calming and comforting space that allows you to be truly yourself. Keep your eyes peeled and your Instagram open for inspiration featuring Article's latest collections. Article's designers focus on beautifully crafted pieces, quality materials, and durable construction, all while fitting into a modern aesthetic of mid-century Scandinavian, industrial, and bohemian designs. And you save up to 30% over traditional retail prices. Article keeps their prices low by cutting out the middleman and selling directly to you. No showrooms, no salespeople, no retail markups. And fast, affordable shipping is available across the U.S. and Canada. And shipping is free on orders over $999. All in-stock items are delivered in two weeks or less, 30-day return policy with simple returns and exchanges. You might know this about me already, but I'm a huge fan of Article. I love the pieces I have. They are timeless. They will look good in so many different homes. And I really think you should check it out. Plus, the delivery is fantastic. Article is offering you, listener, $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Go to article.com slash bachelor and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash bachelor to get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. This episode is brought to you by VH1's new series, RuPaul's Drag Race Vegas Review. In this new reality series, RuPaul's opening a live Las Vegas residency and has invited six of the most legendary queens in Drag Race history to put on the most sensational show of all time. See what it's really like to go behind the scenes and follow their Vegas journey. As the pressure builds, relationships are pushed to the brink. And with Ru as their boss, the stakes have never been higher. From love affairs that will make you gag to all-out backstage catfights that will leave you shook. Witness Drag Race favorites Vanessa, Evie, Naomi, Cameron, Asia, and Derek as they try to work together. Will they be able to slay the odds? With these drag superstars, one thing is for sure. You can always bet on the queens to showcase their charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. Don't miss RuPaul's Drag Race Vegas Review. New series premieres tonight, August 21st at 8, 7 central, only on VH1. Watch tonight. Are all these women officially licensed? There's some questions about that on the internet. Yeah, as far as I know. I mean, I think you have to be... to to 
yeah, I mean, I would, I, I would say yes. I have, I, I haven't seen every single one of their licenses, but they've all told us they're all realtors. So yes, I would assume they are. I haven't heard that rumor yet. It's not like when you go to the nail place and they have their uh, license on the wall to make sure that it's clear. So it has to be vis- visible all the time. <laughs> That's really funny. I'm gonna, yeah, we'll, we'll have them do that. We'll have them frame them and put them next to their desks next season. Okay, so everybody yeah, can see so, so everyone can believe exactly. Um, were there people in the Oppenheim group that you wanted to be on the show, but like they just couldn't find a way into their stories? Um, no, not really. I mean, there were some people that we wanted on the show originally that didn't want to be on the show, so they they just opted out. That you now now they're saying that they will come back and do it now that they've seen. Sure. What yeah. happens, that's kind of unfair that they didn't have to take that first step like everybody else did. But um, whether we include them or not, I have no idea. I mean, we don't know if we're moving forward or not with another season. I just hope we are. So, um, but no, there are other people that work there, though. I, I get asked that a lot. Are there like, are there only those, you know, six or seven female employees and that's it? But there are other employees there, the people that are going around putting the signs up in front of houses and the drivers that are driving things around that we don't, we don't show all of that um, just because we try to keep it clean and neat. Sure. Let the audience focus on just the cast. Sure, sure. Um, as a producer, when you find out that Heather is dating Tarek Al Musa, like, what's your reaction? Um, first reaction is, can he be on our show? That's always <laughs> my first reaction to anybody dating anybody is, will they be on camera? Because um, kind of, it's it's not fun. I mean, it's it's always it's not, it's not very as much fun when you can't see the person that the, the person's dating. Obviously. Um, especially like Justin, we tried to get Justin on from day one and he was unable to do the show. Um, but um, yeah, that was my first question is going to be on our show. So we're just, you know, again, let's hope we'll, we'll hopefully get a season four and then we'll deal with it when the time comes. Cause they, they got engaged, I believe another wedding. Yeah. Yes. I mean, that, yeah. that would be fantastic. Why couldn't he do it? Does he have an exclusive or like some kind of like other pre- precluding factor? Well, he has his own show on HGTV. Yeah. So I know that, I mean, I don't know contractually what he's allowed to do and what he's not allowed to do. But again, we'll look into it if we move forward. Nice. Yeah. That, I feel like, you know, he's a, he's already a real estate guy. It's it's so, it's so funny. I mean, I guess people date people within their own profession all the time. So it's not that surprising, but it's just kind of, we've, we've like, all, we've, we've all met up and had dinner and stuff. He's a super, super nice guy. And, and they're, they are genuinely like one of the sweetest couples I've ever met in my life. I mean, they're, I've never seen two people more happy um, to be with each other than those two. And it's, it's truly genuine. It's really nice to see. Um, you said, you said that you're also a, a real estate fan. Are there like homes that you're like waiting to have on the show or like other, like, do you like drive around and like, how do we, how do we find a way to get this listing on the show? Like, how does that change the way you see LA from your car? That's a good point. You know, I think that I've done this my whole time. I, I, I've always, yeah, I've always been a real estate junkie. I'm obsessed with it. Back when I used to live in New York um, and work in Manhattan and, and I used to work in Times Square, I would always get the Hollywood Reporter and every <laughs> month or so they would do the real estate edition, you know, the Hollywood real estate. And I just would look at all the homes all the time. And I remember my my fellow employees would just be like, oh, why don't you just move to LA already? Um, that's all you do is look at houses out there. And so when Laguna Beach came along, that was like the perfect time to jump coasts and come out here. But yeah, I look at, I kind of just go through all those real estate magazines. I go through the MLS and, and Redfin and all those. And I'll, I'll constantly just cut and paste, cut and paste, cut and paste and send them to my producers and just say like, look into this house, look into this house, look into this one. Um, Cause there are just so many mind boggling homes out in LA. So many. It's, it's unbelievable. If you just drive through Bel Air, 
and we have a, a section here called obviously people are familiar with Bel Air, but sometimes if you just get lost up in those hills, you'll see homes that you you just can't believe that one person lives there, you know, or just a family yeah. lives there. They look like institutions or schools or something. I'm always, well, Katy Perry, she tried to buy a convent in Los Feliz. I think she did buy it, actually. Yeah, I heard she did. <laughs> but um, I'm also always surprised that like they could actually be built. Like, and I think that's, you see that on the show too. Like, you're like, how do you build a house into the hillside like that? Like, how is that yeah. structurally sound? How does this pool work? I always have just so many questions. Yeah, I, I am too. I'm glad that we got to show that side of it. I think we did a scene with, um, it was with Brett and Maya. I think when they went to that construction yeah. site, and you saw that wall. And yeah. I love that we showed the before and after because you're like, oh my God, in that little bit of time, they took out all that dirt, you know? And Brett talks about how they're only allowed to bring out so much dirt for a month or for a week. And so it takes that much longer. It's kind of crazy. And that that property that we showed is actually on the exact same street that Jason lives on. Oh, that's so funny. All that construction is going on. Like you could throw a stone and hit where <laughs> that hole is. Um, so it's right next to his house, which is unfortunate, I would think. I really like their concierge um, wrinkle. And I feel like that's a great way to also expand the purview of the show because the concierge service, if I were, if I were moving and I had to do all these touch-ups and I was like, here's the budget, like you guys handle it. That, that would be amazing when they do, like develop new aspects of their business. Do they talk to you guys about it? So you can figure out like if, if it can be a part of the show. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Jason, I mean, we text constantly. So, um, <laughs> either my, either my, me and him texting or him texting with one of the producers. Um, but he's constantly throwing out new ideas to us, which are, which are always welcomed. I mean, he's, he's a very smart guy and he's got a lot of great ideas. Obviously he's built a hugely successful real estate company. And so he, when he came up with this idea to this concierge service, we thought it was genius. And we love the fact that Amanza was a stager before she got her license. So she was working with Jason and the group staging homes. She, I think designs her own furniture as well. Um, yeah. so, so she, so it was such a great, when he came up with the idea, I was like, oh my God, this is perfect because now a man's that can do this. And then, um, it was had to work together, which I thought was so much fun to watch. I mean, Heather picking out artwork is one of my favorite scenes. <laughs> I really like Heather. I think she's my favorite. I'm not even exactly sure why, but I just find her like pleasant. And I also, I like that she plays both sides. Not nothing better than someone who like will be wishy-washy on a fight on TV. I'm, I'm really appreciate it. We need people like her to keep moving things forward. <laughs> it's great. Um, what do you think is like an untapped part of the LA um, world that could make for really good TV? Not to, not, not asking to give away your ideas, but I think like this sort of the style of real estate is really great. And I, you know, obviously you have such an interest in the city. I'm, I'm curious, like what else you think that could be good television? Um, people who have podcasts. <laughs> I, that's definitely a joke. There's no way you think that. <laughs> Look, you've got the perfect set there. You've got the drapes and you've got the little table there with the bowl of candy on it. You got the perfect little, you know, it's really, I'm really kind of intrigued because this, this is, it's so voyeuristic, these zoom calls that everybody's doing. So voyeuristic. And it's, yeah. and it's like, I, 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 it took me a good month or two to wrap my head around why we were all doing these and why they weren't just conference calls. Like we mm. used to do before the pandemic. Like yeah. why all of a sudden do we have to see each other's faces when we never did before? Like, we used to just do random conference calls constantly, and I never saw who I was talking to. And then somebody came up with this Zoom thing, and all of a sudden you have to worry about what your bedroom looks like or your <laughs> office looks like. Or, I know. I've had to throw this surfboard behind me. This is my Teen Choice Award. From it looks, God knows it looks what. great. Well, you also like you can't really have any secrets. Like whenever I um, talk to like my colleagues and the people on my team, 
I'm, I always know if they've like moved to a new location and you're like, oh, so where are you today? Like there's just, there's no, like, it's a total lack of privacy. And like, you can't really, no, you, you, you had to establish like early on. Yeah. You had to establish early on that you were a no camera person to, to like, to get people to just like not care where you were. But yeah, it, it is int- intensely voyeuristic. I will just say we do it for two reasons. One, easier to have podcasts and have a conversation if you can see the other person and like have some semblance of human interplay. And two, Zoom makes it really easy to record your audio on the other side. So that, that's why we do it. Uh, that's what, yeah, that's what your producer likes it. That's why, that's why we're doing this. Yeah, it's a, it's a production, a production reason. Exactly. Exactly. I don't but- mind. I will, I will say I had a Zoom meeting once, they, once with somebody and they were in their laundry room and, Oh. And they and they lived in New York City, and that's how like you, so you can imagine how small the laundry room was. And this was a woman who like runs a huge company, and she's like, "I have four kids, and this is the only room I have that you can't see them." So it's it's been really interesting. And then other people will do it from like a boat, and I'm like, "Really, you have to be on a boat yeah. while you're doing a meeting? Like, really rub it in?" I don't. Do you watch any Housewives? I haven't. Um, Honestly, I just I, ha- I used to watch them back in the day, but I haven't watched them this whole season. Like any of the any of the cities, I don't know why. I think it's a because of the pandemic. Maybe I just don't ever go there. It just seems like it seems all seems so pre-pandemic to me. You know? Yeah, I'm just gonna say on the Real Housewives of New York this season, they've had to rely on some like home shoots. So like Ramona in her house, like using her one AirPod and talking and. It's it's kind of like it kind of sucks. It's also cool because you're like, oh, this is what Ramona's house looks like when she doesn't have someone set it up for her with the crew and everything. But it also I just like I miss high quality television. Um, are they are they shooting that? Are they on the on the, on the Real Housewives? Are they shooting it during the pandemic? Is that why? Um, some of them. So New Jersey was seen shooting uh, on location on Lake George, and then the New York Housewives just did an in person reunion in the Hamptons, I think, because Andy's been out there. Um, kind of, of. um, I actually wanted to mention to you one thing that I really have enjoyed during the pandemic is, um, watching old reality TV. I find it like very comforting. So I watched like season one of the real housewives of New York. I watched all the Hills and that led me to Pluto. Are you aware of Pluto? The app, the streaming app. God, why? It's a Viacom app. So it's all Viacom programming and they just have a Hills channel and like a Laguna beach channel and they just play them all day, every day. It's all, all at place. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. My my uh, actually, my mom just got like a new. I just put a new television set in my mom's house, and she uh, has it's a you know she's connected through the Wi-Fi, so there's like all these apps on the smart TV, and one of them was I clicked on something, and all of a sudden I saw the Hills Channel, and I was like, what the hell? There's a whole channel for the Hills. Yeah. So it must have been that Pluto that you're talking about, but I will yeah. check it out. They just play it all day, every day. It's pre- it's pretty amazing. If you like drop in on like some of the more iconic moments, like you just turn it on and it's just like Lauren saying, "I want to forgive you and I want to forget you," and then you just go about your day. It's pr- it's pretty amazing. Yeah, those scenes were amazing. How many times per week do people want to talk to you about the hills and Lauren Conrad? Not that not today, not that much. I mean, it's been a, it's been quite a while. If someone's still doing it, it's like, come on, dude. There's so many new shows to watch, but. Um, I think more and more now I I get about selling Sunset. I can't tell you. I can't go to my dry cleaners without them asking me what's going to happen next. Or I go to CBS and the people there all know that they ask me questions about it. And it's kind of it's kind of crazy. It is very reminiscent of when The Hills was on, because I will get the most random people coming up to me. And and it's it was one guy in a supermarket helped me just because he said he recognized me from some interview I did. And, and, he, and he, that was about the hills because he just was going on and on aisle whatever, nine about the hills for 20 minutes. And there's, there was a song playing on the radio in the supermarket that was on the show. And the kid had remembered what scene that song was from. So it was oh, kind that's of a, so funny. 
it was a very, very surreal fan uh, moment. It really is in the zeitgeist. You can feel it, I think, with Netflix reality shows in particular. Like, I think it happened earlier this year with The Circle and with Love is Blind. And, like, right now, we're, like, really living in the Selling Sunset, like, moment. And it just feels like because of the platform and because it's just served to you and you turn on your TV, people just, like, get, they just watch it all in one to two sittings. And then it becomes, like, <laughs> the only thing they want to talk about. And they just research all of it. And it just becomes a, it's just a huge thing. And it, it's pretty cool. I have to say, I've watched the season one, like, immediately. I watched that over um, the first weekend as well. Uh, fan of your work. But Thank it does... You. It does. It does seem like there's just like this selling sunset wave right now, which I also think is like weirdly enhanced by no one being able to leave their house. So like the voyeurism <laughs> into other people's houses is kind of exciting. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good, that's a good point. See other people's homes. Yes, you're right. And it's like a, a, t- a previous time from a year, almost a year ago that everyone was, you know, feels so long ago because we've been trapped at home. So. It's awesome. It's, I'm very grateful and thankful that people are watching it, responding to it. And, you know, I hope we get to make many, many, many more of them. And I'm sure the cast does as well. And um, we shall know soon, I'm guessing. Uh, Adam, thank you so much for taking the time and allowing me this peek into your room with your Teen Choice uh, surfboard. Uh, I really appreciate it. And looking forward to hopefully season four and whatever you do next. All right. Thank you so much. It was nice talking to you as well. I'll, I'll hopefully I'll speak to you again if there's next season. Talk to you then. Thanks so much for listening.